Welcome back to another episode of Dread Pod. I'm your dungeon master, Ame Orion. My fun fact about me this week, and I'm trying to do one that I've never done before, but it's been so long I can't remember. My fun fact is I collect uh, vinyl records, and I haven't bought a new one in quite some time, which makes me sad. With me, we have our players. Who wants to go first with their their fun fact? Oh, and I forgot to mention, we have a brand new player joining us this session, so. Hi, I'm Austin. I play Tab. And Tab's fun fact is that Tab has actually had a girlfriend, um, but she didn't realize they were dating until about six months in. She just thought they were friends who shared a bed. I love that. And and how did that relationship end up? Where's What's going on there? It's pretty good. They, they were better off as friends that shared a bed. Understood. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes you're just going to be friends that share a bed. It's the way of the world. The economy's real rough. <laughs> <laughs> Being uh, religious doesn't pay the way it used to. <laughs> well, uh, I, my name is Arthur, and I play Leaf. And Leaf's fun fact is... Um, that he doesn't like his father. He has daddy issues. Oh no. Another oh, wow. Art Heart yeah, character with father issues? Revolutionary. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if my dad didn't die, it would be different. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, alright. Let's introduce the new player. Hi, I'm Ryan DeHart. My dad's still alive. Uh, and I play a character named Scratch. Scratch's favorite food is uh, Hellbender Salamanders. They just go down the throat real easy. That's disgusting. Nice and slimy. Yeah, what the fuck, Scratch? They, they, if you're dehydrated, man, like some slime, some good sometimes, like you know. A cucumber. Yeah, yeah. A little you bit You know what? It's my world, and I decide that in this world, hellbender salamanders are actually overpopulated, and, and that way, what Scratch is doing is morally correct. Exactly. It's not a war crime against salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all need to calm the hell down. It's my favorite food. Shit. <laughs> Last we met, we uh, introduced player characters, save for Scratch, who is joining us now. Um, those player characters wandered into the town of Everspring. There, they discovered a, a missing children plot. After doing some investigating, speaking with the mayor of sorts of Everspring, speaking with some of the parents, uh, they got the lead that the children hung out near an abandoned, dried-up well where they had built a clubhouse. Uh, they convinced one of the parents of the missing children, Bangren, to accompany them to the well. On the way there, they were assaulted, assailed by stray cats. And after a valiant effort and battle with these stray cats, they made their way to the well and repelled down, seemingly a hundred feet into total darkness. Then at the bottom of the well, they found that it had been carved into an elaborate dungeon of sorts. After thwarting various puzzles and 
killing various monsters. They did come across the children who were alive and unharmed, but in a deep, unwaking sleep. Except for the most recent missing child, Sella, who instructed you that a very tall, very mean, scary man is who put them there. When exiting the cave, you found a bugbear, but you didn't pay him much mind. You just focused on getting the children out of there. You were making your way towards town with the missing kids and Bangren. And that's where we'll pick up. So Leaf and Tab, you have just rescued the sleeping children. Some You are both carrying some of them. Sela is walking beside you. Bangren is there holding some of the children, his daughter included. You're making your way back into town. That's when Bangren pipes up and he says, Ugh, you guys don't think that uh, those cats are gonna show their ugly heads, do you? Uh, I hope not. I would, I would hate to have to kill some more cats. Especially in front of the children. What if they have a little fluffy at home, you know what I mean? I, I keep telling you, it is not cool to call us fluffy. Why not? You have such cute little triangle faces. One day, your eyes will meet claws. One day. I, I just, I'm not very, not very accustomed to the way of the cats. You just have to teach me. Yeah, Tab, it sounds like this is just a, a matter of cultural ignorance, much, much less than it is, a, you know, malicious. You're being a little tired. Cultural ignorance is one of the most deadly sins. Alright, I did not realize you cat people were so uptight. Anyway. And that is that is a harmful generalization. Okay, well, I didn't realize you personally, Tab, were so uptight. I am very uptight, thank you. That is one of our that is, that is one of our founding principles. But it's also a a harmful general okay. Alright, uh I will not feign to know the intricacies of the cat people. Um, just like keep an eye out and make sure none of your cousins come sniffing around. I'll let that one slide. Now, where exactly should we go to deposit all of these children? I mean, there is there a place to just put them all? <laughs> I, I don't think we have a, a daycare or nothing like that, but I'm going to take my daughter here. I'm going to take her home, but as for these other kids, uh, yeah, I know where most of them live. Hold on. And as you're approaching town, there's a uh, a cart. It's kind of run down, but it looks like it's in working order. And Bangren starts putting the kids that he's got in his arms into that cart. And he says, uh, if you want to load them up, I'll, I'll take them home. I mean, it just bothers me that they're not waking up at all. I'm sure they'll awaken shortly. Um, yes, we'll, we'll load them into the cart, and then the two of us will return to the well to take care of the problem. Join us when you can, Bangren. We might need your axe. Uh, yeah, I reckon you will, so don't go getting yourselves killed, okay? Just take a look around. They could never kill me. Look at me, and he does, like, a little spin with his new dagger cloak and, like, a pose. Uh. Leaf, no offense, I could kill you barehanded. You don't have hands. You have claws. Where do you think the claws are attached to my body? Do you think it is just 
arm that ends in claws. Your little fluffy paws. Look at them. They are hands. Cats have paws. Tabaxi have hands. Oh, I just, I'm sorry. I, it's a cultural difference. I just don't see the difference. But I'm sure I will one day. Um, I deposit the children I'm carrying into the cart. Same. Was Leaf carrying children? I thought you decided not to because you were too dainty. I thought I had one. Maybe. I think I had one. <laughs> All the kids are in the cart now. And Bangrin is uh, pushing it further into the east end. And he's like, uh, well, might look a little weird. Me turning up into town with every missing kid asleep on a cart. But, you know, uh, uh, it'll all come out in the wash. Y'all take care. Don't die. Just, whatever you do, do not shout, collect your dead. Now, Tab, why would I, why would I do that? I've heard of that going poorly in other cities. All right. Well, they're not dead, Tab, so I'll, I'll be sure not to say that. Okay. Go on. Get, get out. Just do what you gotta do. Oh, come on, Tab. But before the axe-wielding dwarf gets more angry. No, that is, it is a harmful generalization to assume that every dwarf who is yelling is angry. Thank you, Tab. And he starts pushing the cart in further into town. Well, I know I'm an elf. I, I, I don't know. I always thought that I skipped the generational curse of elfish racism. I guess I have a lot to learn. You do have a lot to learn. Are you, are you ready? Do you need... <sighs> I don't know that we have time to rest. I, I'm i ready. I'm ready. I think that we should just get going, yeah? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> Leaf vacations to the Midwest. <laughs> we should get going, yeah? Yeah? <laughs> oh. I, think, I think I accidentally went Irish for a minute there. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but, you know, it's fine. Uh. Well, uh, let's uh, get going, yeah? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yes, um, we should... St. Louis. We should get going. Yes, let's. Uh, so we head back to the well, or to the entrance that um, the bugbear led us out of. Now, I was, I was bereft in describing uh, the area in which you exited the underground well. The well itself stands beside a pretty tall, uh, uh, a small mountain. And the clubhouse the children had built was built kind of into the mountain, kind of used one of the sides of the mountain as part of the walling for the clubhouse. And when you exited through that crystalline doorway, it was kind of, it was on the side of the mountain, kind of built into it as well, a little, you had to kind of crawl up to get out of it. But as you walk, back the way you came it's a bit further of a walk with a bit more wood around it uh it's gotten quite dark now the woods surrounding this mountain and near the well seem calm quiet and as you walk you hear the snapping of a twig and i need everyone to give me a dexterity saving throw well that's under the couch I, I got a 21. Ooh, way to go, Leaf. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I got 21. You're joking. Both of you 21? Both of us 21s. 21. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You solved my... No, I'm just kidding. 
as the twig snaps right in front of your faces, you feel a gust of wind as an ankle trap hoists up into the trees above you, narrowly avoiding being caught in a trap. But something is in these woods with you. Um, can I make a perception check? You can absolutely make a perception check. And Scratch, I need you to, if you want to remain hidden, make a stealth check. I got a 16. Okay, I got a 8. Okay. Tab, as that twig snapped and the trap sprung in front of you, you turn your direction to the sound of the twig snapping, and you see, barely able to make it out through the darkness. But sure enough, a figure... Uh, Scratch, are you tall or short? What's your height for... Six four. So you're tall, okay. A tall, hulking figure. And as your eyes adjust to the light around you, you see tufts of red hair protruding from golden scales. You. You're not you're not hiding. I can see you. Come out and no harm will befall you. Well, I'm glad both of you are smart enough to keep your eyes open while you're out here. Who said that? Who are you and what are you doing here? Oh, don't mind me. You two aren't who I'm trying to capture. Who? You're trying to catch someone with these traps? These traps are for animals, at the very least. Animals, I say. I pull out, I, uh, my unsheath my trident. Are you the one stealing the children? No, of course not. I'm trying to catch animals, as your little elven friend would like to put it. A beast. Can I make an insight check? You may make an insight check, and Scratch, if you feel that you are lying and trying to hide anything, you would have to do a deception check against I got a four. And you have to beat a four with it. <laughs> I am not lying. Okay. Uh, Tab, you trust that what is being said is true. I... I, I put the I put the trident away. If it is not children you are capturing, perhaps you would like to. You seem trustworthy. Would you like to help us punish the one who is capturing wait, the children? Wait, 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 Tab. You think that this person that just tried to tripwire trap us is trustworthy? This person hunting animals in the woods. Whoa, 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 little fella. Little. Yeah. <laughs> You are you are fairly small. Just because I'm short for an elf does not... I'm taller than every human I've ever come across. And that's all that matters. Well, you're shorter than me. Mm. I don't know why you won't just hear me out. It is not children that I am hunting. It's the beasts that roam this forest. These lands. Jacking carts. Robbing. Killing. Not children. Oh. oh, you're racist against them. Yeah, that's what I was picking up as well, Tab. Oh, there's some racism here. It's another person I have to educate. Uh, 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 there's no racism. They are beasts. They are just little guys. Yes, holding people at knife point. So you think that if you held them at knife point, then perhaps... You would somehow beat the racism with more racism. Well, I would cut it short. 
I, I hate to agree with Leaf on the, the subject of racism, but he might be correct this one time. Okay, well, you say this until you figure out that the person that's hunting these children happens to be one of these beasts. I happen to know that the person who helped these children happens to be a bugbear. The only reason these children are alive is one of these so-called beasts. And we hear from the children that it's a tall, dark, scary man that that is kidnapping these children. You could be a man and still be a beast. You know what I mean. And then he like kind of just raises his eyebrows. Either way. Either way. You seem formidable. We would like your assistance, but I request one thing of you. And what would that be? The bugbear is unharmed. Uh, For now. You know... I think I'm done talking politics. Uh, he does a little flourish. Um, he says, so, I think that we should just get going. Get all of this over with, and we can all be on our way, yes? Do you have another traps you need to disarm and collect your supplies? I have plenty of traps set all across these woods. We'll just leave these for the next one to come along. Mm. Alright, just make sure that we don't set any more off. I'd hate to have to behead someone out of anger. Is that a threat? It's a promise. It's more of a promise. <laughs> we will see about that. So we continue, I continue at least, heading towards the uh, entrance to go in and discuss things with this bugbear that we met. Okay. I kind of side-eye, uh, scratch, and follow after. As you all walk, I need... Tab, you're at the the head of the order here, so I'll take it from you. Give me a perception check or an investigation check to see if you can still find that entrance. Uh, That is a 21 perception. Sure enough, you walk for maybe five, ten minutes more, leaf and scratch behind you, and you find the little divot in the earth and dirt where you crawled out of before. And just beyond that, looking forward, you see the crystalline archway. I crawl back through. Okay. Uh, Leaf Scratch, you following? Yes. Yes. Great. Tab, the first thing you see is, again, that crystal blue lagoon underground lake. And in it, you see the same bugbear from earlier. But this time, he seems frantic ill at ease. He's drinking the water in a very quick and uh, desperate manner. He's pulling handfuls of it to his mouth and over and over again, and in between sips, he's going, we gotta get ready. Sir, sir, are you... Is everything alright? Oh, Jesus! Oh, okay. Uh, Hey, welcome back. I really didn't think you guys were going to come back here. Uh, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just kind of preparing for uh, clearing out my home here. Uh, Getting getting the old man cave back. And you're here to help. That's great. Yeah, we're here to take care of whatever it is that stole those children. What is so special about this water that you keep drinking? It's just water. Oh, uh, this... uh, yeah, yeah, it's just water. I'm just thirsty. I'm, I'm fairly parched myself. 
Can I roll a perception check on the water? You sure can. Or like if, yeah. Well, uh, you know, perception will just. It, perception doesn't really apply so much because you're, uh, if you're trying to discern anything about the water here, I would take either arcana or investigation or even medicine, but perception wouldn't apply. Yeah, actually, I just want to see, uh, I feel like the little guy's being fishy. Okay, then you can roll insight. Insight. Bloop. Oh, that's a nap, that's a crit fail, baby. <laughs> Seems like it's just water. Tab, you take a sip. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm, yeah, I'm going to take a handful and la start lapping it out of my hand. This is the best water you've ever tasted. It's crisp. It's clean. It's untouched, unpolluted by the industry of man. But not only that, you feel invigorated. This water in Meta has now given you the effects of a hero's feast. Um, if you do not know what that is, I will let you know that it means you are cured of all diseases and poison should you have been affected by any. You are now immune to poison and the frightened condition. You make all wisdom saving throws with advantage. Your hit point maximum increases by, let's see, let me do some rolling. Your hit point maximum increases by six, and you gain those hit points as well. This will last for the next okay. 24 hours. But Tab, you as a character, you feel invigorated, emboldened, unafraid of the task before you. And you feel a little hardier, a little uh, more like you could take a harder beating. Drink the water. It is fantastic. All right, you know, fine. I am a little parched, and then uh, he's gonna Leaf is gonna walk over and drink a little bit of the water as well. Please tell me Leaf pulls a teacup out of his like satchel. Yes, <laughs> it's like bejeweled. He made it. He's really proud of it. It's like metal bejeweled. He just dips it in, puts his little pinky out, sips it. That's a nice cup. Thank you. I'm. It's a little gaudy. I, Gaudy, I made it myself. Oh, well, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm, you know, my father has never told me that before. I can tell. Uh, I still don't trust these, uh, imbeciles <laughs> to be able to tell, uh, what that water is. So, can I make an arcana check? You absolutely can. Okay. Crit one. <laughs> oh no. Um, with the crit one, you can't discern that it has any magical properties. You can't, nothing special about this water, but it does look crisp and clean mm. and very, very beautiful. Well, what are you going to sit there scowling at it the whole time? I feel wonderful. Look at me. It's just water. It's just water. Okay, whatever y'all say. And I lean down and take a drink myself. All right, yeah, everybody drink the water. It's got some kind of thing going on with it. It just makes it a uh, makes you a little tougher. It, I've I found that it makes me feel better when I'm sick, and it also just helps. I don't know. There's something special about the water. I was trying to keep it to myself, but now everybody knows. 
uh what's up guys i'm i'm durgan i really appreciate you getting those kids out of my my home here but i'm more concerned about what brought the kids here to be honest with you that is what we returned to take care of delivered a justice uh, what was that i'm sorry i couldn't quite hear you over over the sound of everybody swerping up my water our water comrade um we are here to bring him to justice whoever it is that kidnapped these children uh i want once again i would like to thank you for helping them out as you did I'm sure it couldn't have been easy to avoid this vile monster. Uh, well, surprisingly, avoiding him ain't hard. Just when you feel a sense of cold and dread and sadness overcome you, that means he's approaching and you need to leave. But yeah, I just, uh, I tried like heck to break down that cage, but I'm not as strong as I used to be. Uh, I'm sure you're wondering what a what a bug ba a goblin chieftain is doing in these caves, and I just want to let you know, uh, don't associate with those guys. Not my cup of tea anymore. So it's just me down here. Well, me and this guy. Let's say it'll be just you. I like what you've done with the place. Oh, you think this is cool? You should see my the room I sleep in. I really made it something special. Well, once we get rid of this man, perhaps you can give me a tour. And uh, tab winks. Uh, roll persuasion. Uh, that is a natural twenty plus five. <laughs> okay, let me see how. <laughs> let me roll to see how Durgan's gonna react to this. Um, <laughs> twenty five on your flirt check. Okay. Yeah. Um, bugbears are already a shade of red, but he turns like deeper deeper red and he's a guy yeah i i'd like that you should uh come back and see the whole place i i mean it's a pretty cool cave uh yeah I, I, anyway anyway um yeah we gotta kill this thing i guess but uh i gotta be honest with you guys um really not looking forward to it well there's nothing to fear I, I have a bit of a question for you. Um, is there any type of day that he normally comes around? A bit of a night owl, early bird, you know. Yeah, he's usually here at night. And the weird thing is, I can't tell how he's getting in, where he comes from. It's just, sometimes I'll be in my room, and then it gets real cold, I get real sad, and I just hide under the blankets until that feeling leaves. So you've never actually seen what he looks like? In passing, glimpses, uh, when he first started bringing kids here, which, I gotta be honest with you, that's real weird to me. Uh, it's just, uh, he's wearing these dark robes, and he's real freaking tall. But, uh, never really got a look at his face, no. If I had to guess, this thing ain't human. Why are we trusting this man? He could be doing this himself. Look at him. He's really cute. He is pretty cute. And he, like, he rub he starts rubbing his head, like, putting his, like, scratching the back of his head. He's like, yeah, it's been a long time since old Durgan got called cute. Uh, well, look, um, I know you're probably thinking, 
you know, what am I doing here? How did I, why haven't I saved the kids myself? It's all, it's all good questions. It's all real good questions. Um, Y'all have never heard my name before. And then I need everybody to give me a history check. And I will let Scratch do it with advantage. I got a six. I got an 11 and you do it. That's a five. Uh, and, uh, 11. <laughs> okay, okay. So, with your 11, and Art, what did you get? Also an 11. Okay. With Scratch's 11 specifically, because Scratch has spent many time, much time hunting, learning ways of goblins and orc. You don't remember the story, but the only Durgan you have ever heard of is Durgan the disgraced so that name comes back to mind art with your 11 unfortunately you've not left leaf hasn't left golden leaf much so he doesn't get anything from it but yeah if you haven't heard my name before uh then i guess i wouldn't be able to tell you but look i was kind of uh differences in management sent me here if that makes sense uh i'm not really goblin material so to speak i i'm oh not the fighting time i can uh pack a punch but uh i don't know i guess i'm too soft well today you must be hard okay tonight we must fight <laughs> i'm sorry i have no idea I, I, okay durgan has no idea how to react to you telling him that he must be hard but uh <laughs> Tab has no idea. Durgan like blushes and is like, uh, yeah, that's uh sure sure is something. Can I ask you guys your names and why you wanna help out? Like who sent you here? What are you doing? Oh, I am I am Tab, an alkalite of Garfield. Perhaps you've heard of him. Uh if not, here's a pamphlet. Uh my name is Leaf of Golden Leaf. That's that's my name. I'm from. My name is Scratch, uh, and might I say, anyone disgraced from the Goblin Kingdom is a friend of mine. Oh yeah, you have heard of me. Yeah, Durgan the Disgrace, Durgan the Lovable, Durgan the Kind, Durgan this. I just ah oh, God, I. I came here because I don't really fit in with my kind. I uh, I had a, a traveling buddy for a while there, and uh, he taught me a few things about the earth and the animals, and I just came to this cave to live out my life in solitude and disgrace, and now I got a freaking horror living in here with me. So I, I guess I just really appreciate you guys helping out. Uh, this is my home, you know? It's not much, but it's my home. Have you explored all of your home, if that makes sense? Uh, well, I've been here some years, but about, about, you know, maybe three, four weeks ago, that feeling of dread started, and when that happened, a bunch of creatures started hanging out down here, and I started locking them behind doors and stuff. So, uh, you know. Oh, that explains the, um, the door we opened to that abomination, Leaf. Ah. 
I wonder if there's any more doors with abominations. I hope none of them smell quite that bad. Uh, well, if I'm being honest with you guys, uh, there is a few things that I've locked away in here. Uh, but I know where the, the, this, the guy who makes the whole room feel like sadness, I know where he likes to hang out, if that's what you're asking. And oh, perfect. the craziest thing, I've got, well, I've got the room he likes to hang out in locked up, locked tight with the, the mecca. You know, this place is, it's where an ancient castle used to be, I assume, because there's an inner, inner chamber with a bunch of real tough locks on it. And I, I got the key to that and I locked everything. That's where he likes to hang out, but somehow he still comes and goes whenever he wants. I mean, that feeling comes and I know he's there. I can feel him. I can sense him, but I know those doors are locked. I've locked them tight. I've checked them twice, but he's somehow making his way to that inner chamber down there. He is either a master of picking locks and relocking them, or he is some kind of horror that can go through doors. I gotta say, Tab, that does not make me feel any better about what we're about to do. Can you show us where the room is? Yeah, uh, sure. Follow me. And he leads you through the chambers. Um, from where you are right now, you see in the crystalline doorway, he takes you back into the room with the where you found the children with the high ceilings and the cage on a stage and the altar in the far corner he's like yeah this is where he was keeping the kids uh, i'm sure you saw because you got them out of here uh and then he takes you back into the room with the blood wall he's like i this wall room never really messed with it much uh follow me down this way and instead of taking the door you came through he takes you into the other door in that room that leads to the from where you're coming from it's to the right and that room he's like oh i'm i'm sorry about this this room's a little flooded uh sometimes when it rains a lot you know and you're walking in about an inch and a half of water and then he takes you into the room with the pressure plate after that and he leads you down through the corridors and he says yeah this place is uh pretty interesting pretty intricate this it used to be something maybe uh, hundreds of years ago, but now it's just kind of fallen into ruin. It's down here. I don't, I don't know. But down this hallway right here, the, the, there's one of the the chamber doors. Um, are you guys in the monster hunting business or something? I'm, I'm just here to do good deeds for my god. I'm here because I there's a, a reward. <laughs> what? I am a monster hunter. Hey, yeah, okay. Uh, no judgment here, Leaf. I, I understand. I, I get, you know, wanting your back scratched. Uh, Monster Hunter Man. No offense, I, I know I just said scratched, but scratch. What do you know about spiders? Uh, if they wander the floors of the forest, I know quite a bit of them. Oh, yeah, this one's big as shit. Probably, probably nothing you've seen out in the forest. It don't matter, it don't matter. I got him locked up. What? I just... There's a spider in here that's how big? Uh, biggest shit. You heard it. Yeah, real big. But you know, he, he or she. I, I kind of, I kind of. I, I, she's been here, geez, longer than I've been here. So I, I'd feel wrong getting rid of her. I just thought maybe. But she's locked in that door, and he points to a, the 
door you guys couldn't force open or pick with the lock broken off. He's like, she's behind that. Uh, I broke the key in the lock just so she definitely couldn't get out. But I was, I was just wondering if maybe she could be tamed to something. I got a soft spot for, for all living things. Anyway, anyway, keep coming. As an animal, uh, I'm going to talk while we walk. As sort of an animal myself, I am pretty good with animals if you would like me to try to tame this spider. We should not open that door under any cost. You heard, you, you, you heard the bugbear. Let's, uh, let's keep going. Or either tame it or slay it. Oh, goodness. I can't even imagine. I'd hate to kill it. I mean, that thing has got to be real old. Anyway, and you start walking towards this, the inner chamber doors, and it's got the same intricate locking system on the iron door, that hexagonal key that you saw or a keyhole that you saw earlier, but this is a different door. Uh, it looks the same, but it's not in the same area you were in when you found it the first time by the Flesh Reavers. He's like, he Durgan pulls a hexagonal-shaped key from under his shirt around his neck, and he's like, all right, uh, good news is I definitely can't feel... Uh, you know, the depression of a thousand worlds on my chest, so he's not here right now, but he likes to hang out in this room. Are y'all ready? Ready. Ready as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I'm ready, but here we go. I've got it. And you hear the chambers of the key of the lock rotating. The heavy iron door swings open. The room before you is pitch black. Do any of you have dark vision? Remind me. I do. Yes. No. Alright, so Scratch, you can't see anything. Tab and Leaf, you see in the low, dim light that your dark vision allows. This room kind of looks like a place of worship. A chapel, so to speak. There are pews that stretch into the darkness just beyond your line of sight. And the ceilings seem to be very high. Yeah, I don't really like the whole religion thing either, I guess. Uh, but, uh... I feel oddly at ease here. Well, uh... Can someone please tell me what's going on? Can you know? Uh, we're in a church. Right? Yes. Oh. Uh, what, what kind of church? Are there any in insignias? Um, can I do a... I guess a perception check, then a religion check. Uh, yeah, give me the perception first. Uh, my perception is a 15 plus 4, 19. Just out of your field of vision, higher in the room, you see banners. And those banners could have symbols on them, but with just dark vision and no source of light, you can't make them out. Um, Scratch, you seem like the type to have a torch. Where would I hold that on me? Do you not, ha do you not have a backpack? I do, but I believe I only have a flint and steel. Oh, uh, it's okay. I got a torch right here. Just hold on. And Durgan, uh, in his own backpack, pulls out a torch, lights it, and illuminates the room. Now you can, you can see the banner, and you can give me an Arcana check. Arcana religion. Uh, I'll take either. I will do religion. I'm better at it. It will change the information you get. That is a 12 religion check. The symbols 
are black antlers crossed over each other on a red flag. And what was your, I'm sorry, what was the number specifically? Twelve. Twelve. You can't recall the exact deity that these symbols are meant to, to reflect. But you do know that these are signs of mischief, misfortune, accidents. This was a worship place for less than stellar individuals, I would assume, based on these symbols. Oh, is that bad? These are the symbols of misfortune and mischief. Usually those gods tend to be chaotic, if not evil, as well. Well, I've just been told that I'm a little bit mischief- mischievous from this elf that I had just met a few weeks back. I could tell you about it if you'd want, but it's a bit of a long story. You see, I was going through the woods in Goldenleaf, and then I all of a sudden found this elf that was just out there in the woods. And um, we had a bit of a romp, but he called me mischievous afterwards. He didn't give me his calling card, though. Mm. Yeah. Yes. What a story. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, way to go, Leaf. Good for you. Thank you, thank you. I... <laughs> well, Mr. <laughs> Mischievous, uh, did these symbols mean anything to you? And as he asks that, you hear the door behind you creak for a second and then slam shut. A blast of cold air blows out Durgan's torch. You are left again in complete darkness. Um, I'm going to use one of my divine sense charges. Okay. So within 60 feet, uh, I can detect good and evil, and know uh, I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell, and know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Let me look up hollow real quick. Oh, oh, you just mean celestials, elements, phase, fiends? No, there's a spell called hollow. Yeah. H-A-L-L-O. Okay. All right. I'm not sure what... So that's, uh, that is your action tab. Leaf and scratch, when that light goes out, what do you do? I am going to grab everyone and uh, within reach. Are they within reach of me? Yeah, I assume you were all in a corner, like, pretty close. I assume you were closest to Jurgen just because he had the light. I'm going to guard all of them with my arms. I'm going to use my breath weapon. So you're just shooting a fireball straight into, like, a, a ahead of you, right? Fuck yeah, I am. Okay, and Leaf, what are you a doing? 15-foot cone. 15-foot cone, you got it. Leaf, what are you doing? Oh my goodness, this is so much all, all, all at once. I, 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 okay. Um, I, he's just going to, uh, grab his daggers out and stand behind Scratch and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. In an instant, all happening at the same time, the torch blows out. Scratch moves into an offensive position and releases a breath of fire in front of him in a 15-foot cone. You see Tab's eyes illuminate as she turns on her divine sense. The cone of light emanating from Scratch's mouth reveals that the chamber continues on for about ten feet until it hits a wall. And at that wall, just off to the side of it, you see a black pool of water. 
and then you hear it. First, actually, you feel it. Exactly as Durgan described. It is as if all the joy has been sapped from your body. Perhaps you never knew joy to begin with, and then you hear it. A whisper in the darkness. Are you afraid? Yes. I shout back in Celestial. I would never be afraid of evil. I... <laughs> this better be worth the reward for those children, is all I've got to say. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm pretty freaked out, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Fellas, fellas, we are safe, we are powerful, we will take care of whatever this is. Show me your... You cut out a little bit there, no. Show me your fear, he whispers. And then the torches surrounding the wall that the pool is on illuminate. You can now see before you the high vaulted ceilings, the red banners, the red banners with black antlers, and a black pool of liquid before a blood-soaked altar. This is certainly different from the things that I am used to seeing. Some great evil took place here. It is up it is up to us to consecrate the grounds and make them holy again. I walk up I or I start heading towards the black pool in an instant as you cr as if you've crossed a threshold as if you've gotten too close the lights up from the torches dim and then a black figure soars out from that pool of black water very quickly inhumanly fast up towards the 60 foot vaulted ceiling. The light is dim. You can barely make it out. But there, clothed in a black robe, just as little Sella told you, an impossibly tall, slender being with a black void where eyes belong, a mouth agape revealing rows of sharp, fang-like teeth. His mouth is unmoving, but you hear him whisper, and though he's whispering, it's echoing through the chamber as if it was loud as a yell. And he repeats himself. Show me your fear. I shout back again in Celestial, come down and let me be your fear. He tilts his head to the side slightly. His mouth still broke, uh, open, agape, unmoving. He says nothing. Boys, you ready for a fight? I suppose so. And uh, he clutches his daggers tighter. I pull out my two maces and I say, let's go. Yeah, you, uh... You got it. I need everyone. Well, uh, we're not in initiative quite yet. He is still about 60 feet in the air, 
just staring at you. I put some whole, I pull out a, a tincture of holy, I want to say holy water, but it's not quite holy water. Is it holy cream? But it's like, it's holy cream. <laughs> I make a beeline towards the pool to try to pour some in as fast as I can. I use my special action, which doubles my speed for a turn. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. What are you doing, Leaf? Uh, I'm going to just throw a dagger at him as I see Tab doing that as a distraction. Okay. Okay. So with all of that happening at the same time, Tab, what is your movement speed? Uh, 60 feet in six seconds. Give me a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Uh, that is a 21. Okay. Leaf, roll to attack with your dagger. All right, that is a 14, boys. 14 to hit. As Tab makes her way towards this pool, the first thing you notice, Tab, is that it is no longer black. It's, cr- it's clear now, but it's not as blue as the, the water in Durgan's chamber. But it is clear as you dart, you know, deftly m- using your feline abilities. This creature takes notice of you right away and begins flying fast. You don't know if you're going to make it. Leaf, your dagger soars through the air and hits where he should be, where he just was, where he is no longer, and sinks into the wall behind him. Tab, you make it just in time to dump in your holy cream, but not in time to to get away from his grasp. So... Now, I need you to give me a con save. Just a 13. Triumphantly, after pouring your cream into that wall, you hear an otherworldly screech. Piercing through your ears, you're sure of it. Whatever you have just done has upset him greatly. And you're proud but only for a moment. Then you feel his hands on fingernails like talons, skin like ice. You are paralyzed for the next minute. I'm paralyzed, so I can't do anything for a minute? You can repeat the saving throw if we go into initiative at the end of every turn. God damn, okay. He touches you. You feel... It in your feet first. They can't move. You want to get away, but you can't. Then it crawls up your legs, your torso, your neck, all of it, no longer bending to your will. And at this point, I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh, don't just shout out your initiative to me. Just keep the number in your mind. I'll ask for it just a second. My butt hurts. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) 
too fat to be sitting cross-legged no more. I'm not eight years old. <laughs> oh my god, me and you both. Sitting cross-legged hurts me. Okay. Okay, who got between a 20 and 15? I got a 19. Who got between a 15 and a 10? I got a 12. I got a 10. Okay. All right. Great. Now, with your weapons drawn, your friend seemingly unmoving ahead of you, this creature of darkness, of sorrow, turns his gaze toward you, Scratch and Leaf and Durgan. And let's see. Leaf, you feel as he looks at you. He's trying to get in your head. He's trying to pierce through your psyche. He's trying to scare you. But that water you drank earlier, that invigorating feeling from, from what you drank, that overcomes you now, and you manage to shake it off. You remain unfrightened. It is now Tab's turn. You may repeat your saving throw. A question. For the sake of my... First of all, is this at the beginning or the end of my turn that I repeat the saving throw? End. Okay, so for the sake of my action of my movement thing, does this count as a turn that I've spent not moving? Oh, yes, it does. Perfect. That gets that special ability back. Um, and I got an 18 for my saving throw. Tab, as horrific as the last fractions of seconds have been, that feeling of vigor from the water that you drank earlier returns to you. You now have control of your limbs. As we move into Durgan's turn. Durgan, who this entire time has been walking with a staff, I just did not mention it, begins to close his eyes for a moment, and he holds his staff between two prayer-clasped hands. And then he whispers an incantation as he does. Flowers begin growing from the head of his staff. The petals scatter, landing on leaf, scratch, and tab. You now have the effects of a bless spell. This means you can roll a d4 and add it to your attack or saving throws. Attack roll or saving throws. Not damage roll, but your attack attempt. Says, uh, yeah, I told you guys I'm not much of a fighter, but this should help you out. Now, it's Leaf's turn. Alrighty. He is still hovering kind of above Tab, maybe 20 feet off the ground, but mm, not. you could throw a weapon at him. I've got a short bow as well. Do I have time to get that out? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'll get out the short bow, and am I still good to try to attack? Yep. All right. Um, does a 20 hit? Oh, yeah. All righty. So I want to also add sneak attack to this. Um, let's see... So that is three damage plus my sneak attack. That would be uh, five damage. As you throw your dagger towards him, it sinks into 
something fleshy for a moment. You can tell you've made contact. You can tell you've chipped away at him. He brushes it off. Your dagger clamors to the ground. Scratch. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, do I take my action first, or can I take a bonus action first? You can do it however way it makes sense. You know, if your okay. bonus action increases your action, do it first. If not, do it after. Sweet. Uh, first things first, I'm going to cast a Hunter's Mark. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, on the shadow. And then uh, I'm going to use my movement to get up closer to him. Which, mm -hmm. what's my... Uh, I have uh, 30 feet speed. Yeah, he's about... Uh... 15 feet ahead of you, and then 20 feet up from that. So you can you can get up to his range. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Would that be my whole turn? Um, bonus action, movement. No, you still can attack. You have one action left. Perfect. Let's do that. And I get to add a d4 because I'm blessed on that uh, roll to hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Crit one on both of them on the D four and the D twenty. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> did you go to swing at him with your mace, or were you launching an arrow? What were you doing? It, it was the mace. With your range, you are tall. You think you can hit his foot something with that mace, and just as you think you're about to make contact with him, there's nothing there. But he was just there a second ago, and he's there again. But your mace is now in the dirt wall before you. And you have your other one, but it would take an action to pull it out of the earth that you have struck it into. Womp womp. I'm sorry, that's what those natural, those natural ones do to you. Okay. Back to big bad boy's turn. Let me take a look here. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? He stretches out a long, bony finger. And he points it towards Scratch, who just attacked at him, towards him. And he casts Magic Missile. Um, let's see. At that level... That's an instant hit, so you will take Scratch. Three damage. All as right. one bolt of white, uh, actually black, crackling electricity extends from his finger towards you. And then he's going to use his movement to fly upwards, further out of your reach. And he's going to say, are you afraid? As we move into Tab, it's your turn. How close is he to the wall? From where he is now, he's almost up against it. <clears throat> Can I attempt to use my movement to climb up the wall and stab him? I will unequip my shield uh, for this, which will lower my AC. Okay. But I would like to climb up the wall and try to stab him. 
I need an athletics check. Can I get a bonus because I have claws? Does that help? Uh, you have bless as well. Hmm. That's probably not gonna fucking do it. God damn it! I will use the blast. I think you can do it to any <laughs> roll, not just one, for the next one. Yeah, that is a fourteen. Sure enough, you are in on the wall next to him. Roll to hit. Okay, I think bless is just one roll. You can just use it for one roll, which sucks. But oh, oh, okay, that does suck. That was cocked. Uh, that is gonna be no. It's it's whenever a target makes an attack or saving throw, spell ends. Oh, but oh, okay. you couldn't have added it to that because it's not an attack roll or saving throw. Oh. But you know what? It's okay. We'll rule of cool it. That's fine. It's way cooler that Tab is scaling the wall. Okay, uh, that's a 20 to hit. Uh, of course. Uh, and I'm going to use a Divine Smite. Ooh. Okay, Tab, tell me, what does your channeling of Divine Smite look like as you stab him with a dagger? Uh, with my trident. Oh, okay, okay. Tell me what your divine smite looks like. My entire body and trident start glowing with white, hot energy. As I stab into him, it starts transferring into him. Okay, roll for damage. Um, is he an undead or a fiend? Do I get my extra 1d8? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Yes. Um, so that's going to be 22 damage. Shit. Okay. Friends of Tab, you see her out of her mind, blind with vigilant rage as she scales a wall, stabbing at this unfamiliar, unholy creature glowing white energy imbued in her trident, now piercing through the black that is this creature. He gives out another otherworldly shriek, impossibly loud. Your ears are ringing. And Tab, where your holy energy has poured into, it's almost as if you could see through him. Like he's not really there. Durgan, taken aback. Jeez. Uh, Again, Wait raises his staff into the air. This time, vines begin growing out of it. And from the vines, he produces a holy symbol, a, uh, a holy mace, glowing with that radiant white energy. He has just cast spiritual weapon. And he will use his bonus action to move the weapon toward the creature. So it will do an attack roll. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You see Durgan's holy axe moving through the air. Holy mace, I'm sorry. And it swings down on this creature. And you're sure it's going to make contact. But it passes through him, unharmed. Leaf, it is your turn. Oh shit! Um, well, free action. Speak. 
well, I don't think I can do that, but I can do this. And he's going to draw back his uh, short bow. Um, does an eight hit? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, your arrow flies through the air. And Tab, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. God damn it. <laughs> Alternatively, if you fail the throw, I will give you the to drop. But you are about 30 feet in the air, and you will take fall damage. But a 21 saves. Yep. Okay, Leaf, you shoot right where the creature is. Passes through him unharmed. And now you worry about the safety of your friend. But just... In an instant, Tab moves just an inch to the left, and the arrow sinks in right beside her. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> Watch where you're shooting, please. It's hard when you make it so bright in here, Jesus. <laughs> Scratch, it's your turn. How high up is this guy? He's about 30 feet in the air now. Shit, man, that's high up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of heights, man. <laughs> you do have a longbow. Yeah, let's pull that guy out. I don't have any of those stats. Yeah, let really? me get that for Hold you. Hold uh, on. I, it's not in your screenshot. Yeah. Let me make it. Oh, I, it won't let me. I don't have... I don't have control of this character sheet um roll to hit and add five to it all right with the d4 with the d4 Ooh, 25 to hit Ooh, was it a natural 20 or no it was a 19 plus the one from the d4 okay okay so that absolutely hits. Now roll, let's see. Roll a D8 and add three. That's two pyramids, <laughs> ass to ass. Four. <laughs> okay. Your arrow, you un unsheathe your arrow, remove it from wherever you've got it stored, and notch your arrow and let it fly through the sky. Landing in the center mass of this creature, pretty much where Tab just struck. And it sinks into something for a moment, and you hear that, that raspy screech again. And then your arrow clamors to the ground. You all are doing damage to this thing, that is for sure. But it doesn't seem right. Now... It is this creature's turn. He turns his hollow, void eyes towards you, Tab. Oh no. He said he cocks his head to the side. I know you. And in an instant, what was there, what was standing before you, was trying to summon fear within is just claim to have known you is gone. For a moment you saw a rift, a portal open behind him 
and it wasn't as if he willingly went through it. Almost as if he was pulled from reality. You are out of initiative. I've done it. I made the final blow. You didn't do anything. That thing is going to come back. It went away, though. I did. We have to bless this round. All I need is another big hulking man telling me exactly what I should do. Ugh. Fine. I climb down from my spot 30 feet in the air. <laughs> you guys think, uh, think we did it? Think we gave him the old one-two? Some of us did for sure. Yes, definitely. Others almost killed me. Why are you looking at me like that? You know it was an accident. I got the little orbies in my eyes after the bright light. So, uh, that's it? He won't be back? That guy wasn't that tough. I think he might return, but if we bless this ground, he will not be able to step foot in it. Not that he does much stepping, I guess. That leaves me to believe where else would he step foot and will he keep taking children? That is a problem we will have to come across when we come across it. I'm going to step up to the altar and, um, with a little more holy cream, draw a, an M on it and uh, start saying an incantation. Give me a constitution saving throw. Always with the con saves. I get, I get blessed for my saving throws, right? Yeah. Correct. Uh, that is a 13. You stretch your finger out to write your holy symbol in cream on the altar. And as the tip of your finger makes contact, searing pain. And your mind is racked with images that don't make sense to you. A long black hair a long black-haired child crying in a corner. Two heavenly bodies above her. The thing you just fought. Ancient texts in languages you don't understand. Antlers, the color red. Nothing makes sense. But the pain coursing through your finger and radiating up your arm brings you out of it. You take four damage. Oh. Tab, are you okay? This place is more evil than I thought. Uh, Leaf is going to try to parkour up and get that dagger. Yeah, give me an athletics check. Hell yeah. That's 15. Yep, you uh, run up a pew, one foot jump off the back of it, and land in the wall and get your dagger back. Can I flip down? Flip. Yeah, you flip down. It's pretty sick nasty. Hell yeah. Well, um... What next? We have to go check on the children. Scratch, are you coming along with us? Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see what else this kitty cat can do. Something is wrong. I, I just saw things. It's going to take me a while to parse through them, but I think it's bigger than whatever this creature is. Either way, I think that all three of us together could get to the bottom of it. Garfield, I hope so. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, one problem here. What's that? The door's locked. Ah, oh, damn it. 
What about your key? My key unlocks it from the outside. How do you unlock it from the inside? I didn't even know it could do that. And that is where we will end today's session. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. I, I when campaigns end with everyone's wholly starving to death in an evil cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening to Dread Pod. Um, I didn't use anybody else's homebrew items or abilities, so I don't have anybody credit to. But thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in a few days next week, whenever we release it. <laughs> Thank you, DM. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm going to stop Craig bot now. Let's see. <laughs> Should I like roll it between your legs? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> reach on in. <laughs> Guys, you're being recorded. We are being recorded. Oh, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. I'll put it at the end of the episode. Oh, bad. <laughs> we do need an outro, so. <laughs> <laughs> we can be YouTube beings and